How long gone? Jason's just finishing a bite real quick. He's a little hungry. Yeah, I've just been so hungry lately. I don't know why. The last last week, ever since I've been sick, I've just been... Mm -hmm. Ravenous? Ravenous. What do you think it is, Chris? Could be a... a, a, I mean, countless issues with that freaky body of yours, so who knows? I mean, you know, hunger creeps up on us at times that we don't expect. Chris, I'm not looking for a fake answer. I mean, what do you think it is? Um, I think you're bored. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm. Sometimes people eat when they're bored, which is an issue. Luckily, I uh, sit around and think about not eating when I'm bored. Kind of occupy the mind. <laughs> Is that, how do you? How does one go about think about thinking about not eating well it's like when i know that you're not much of a meditative guy but maybe this is you're meditating and you don't even know it is that could is that a possibility well that is a possibility sometimes the 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 mind plays tricks on you but you know i've also heard have you heard that like running could be meditative Mm -hmm. i've i just finished a meditative run actually um (laughs) when i'm dodging bentley trucks and uh Mm -hmm. persian chicks at earth cafe uh it's it's uh i unfortunately it shakes me out of my state whereas obviously that is a calming effect because i do feel right at home yes of course no earth cafe is like a warm hug when you're actually inside of it ordering some nice waffles no no, no. i mean less earth cafe oh. less bentley truck more persian chicks yeah that's right yeah, yeah. <laughs> that that's right but yeah no i i don't meditate I, I think it's just about i mean my meditation is more when i'm at the grocery store and i see snacks that look delicious and i Walk right by them mm-hmm. and don't don't purchase them. You walk by slow motion. You flip the hair, Yonsei style. Exactly. You flip the hair like a pregnant Riri, just glowing, ready to burst. And you say, "Me not care about this uh-huh. granola." No, I just I've had to I've had to mentally rise above snacking. Um, and you know how much I love a a you know rice cracker you're not you're not even allowing yourself a rice cracker no i can't i mean maybe a banana or maybe you know what i've really gotten into is the street melon street melon really like the little fruit cup yeah. in the bag do you are you adding the the tahini co- or no, are you doing no, a, that's obviously too spicy for me okay okay so you're keeping it you're keeping it white i'm keeping it white but I, I like the way that tastes but i just don't i don't know it's i like the way it tastes but i don't want a whole thing of it you know what i mean no, i'm i'm the same i'm the same way as you like a couple bites great but when i'm when i'm thinking fruit when i'm craving cold fresh fruit mm. on a hot summer's day I'm not thinking. Let's uh, let's blast me with chili de arbol. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. I mean, I'm saying let's get a nice piece of melon. That's about it. I uh, I paid it forward the other day when I was buying some, and it felt really nice. Paid it forward like you bought the next patron a, their Ziploc bag full of frutas. That's right. I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? Yeah. Well, I didn't have any. I didn't have any change, and I like to tip. You know, fifty percent. In a situation like that, what what is the opposite of asking somebody who hurt you? Because that's kind of what's happening to me <laughs> right now when I'm hearing you tell these stories. Well, no, a young like a teenager on Melrose was like, "How much is that?" And I was like, "I actually don't know. Uh, I, I, I I don't know. I don't I don't check my fruit prices like that. Like if you were to ask Diddy how much a gallon of milk costs, he's just yeah, like, he doesn't what? know. What you can buy that? Yeah, I don't, I don't. Hold on, somebody does that for me. I thought that just got delivered. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so then I, I paid it forward and, and bought a lot of fruit, and um, I was able to tip where I wanted to tip. Um, but the reason I'm doing this and I'm creating a relationship with my local fruit purveyor. Mm-hmm. Is that fruit monger? The fruit monger, the the street fruit monger. <laughs> that's the that's the name of your new newsletter. <laughs> the the go on the the quality 
of of the watermelon is so much better than Erwan or Whole Foods. It makes no sense. Oh, yeah, yeah, like yeah. it's like twice as it's like twice as ripe. It's delicious. It really hits the spot, and it, it's cheaper. To the logical mind, it does not make any sense. You would think, but. Yeah, I, I think that like nobody cares at the supermarket anymore. I mean, you're all the, the supermarket is only as good as whoever's in charge of the produce at that day and who's That's putting right. it out. And you That's know, if right. you're selling it every day and you're you're talking to the people face to face and you're trying to pitch them on, hey, do you want this? You know, earning their they're going to care about the fruit. They're going to make you know they're going to wait and only serve you the ripe mango. They're not going to give you some fuck shit at Whole Foods. They're going to give you just whatever they want to do okay did you, did you hear that chris i heard the squeaking of a horn no that's the local uh, martinez catering cart coming to uh try to sell lunch to the local construction workers oh i see okay life in el sereno it's different man <laughs> yeah it's crazy over here dude uh but yeah i love fruit you know what i mean so let's just that that's that's kind of okay that's a good treat that's a good treat to have there's some other issues i'm looking to discuss um first and foremost a lot on the docket first and foremost i'm sick of hearing that the red hot chili peppers are good because they suck and <laughs> it's sources that i trust and people whose taste i find most often impeccable mm-hmm. um obviously friend of the show yasi Selik is to blame friend of the show nomi fry is to blame and I, I understand the fascination with Kiedis and his his 50-year-old abs. I understand the fascination with Frashante's return to the fold. Mm-hmm, I understand mm-hmm. even the fascination with Funky Flea. But <laughs> the music sucks. It's like unlistenable music. And I don't understand. This has been happening so much lately where there's like this revisionist history of these bands being like ruling and I like lived through this. It's Rage Against the Machine syndrome. Like these were shitty alternative rock bands, and now people are acting like they're like counterculture figures. And I just don't get. <laughs> I just don't get it. I don't understand. Am I crazy? Well, there's there's a lot of there's a lot to chew on here on this mango seed. First of all, what are, is there an opposite of kind of like the sum of of the parts is greater than, than <laughs> the whole? I mean, it's kind of the it's kind of the opposite of that. Like John Frusciante and Flea and all the you know. Ketis's abs as well as his memoir scar tissue every cool attractive girl in the world i know that's her favorite book and they all are in love with anthony Ketis, want to have sex with them they you know and i guess they kind of have to love his music by proxy but you know you put them all together in 2022 and it sounds like just karaoke it's like we watched videos of them of them playing their album release show and i was like it looks like Anthony is reading, like he wrote these lyrics himself, and he's look. He looks like he's reading them for the first time <laughs> off of a karaoke teleprompter, and just kind of figuring out where some of the melodies might go. Don't don't try to blood sugar blood sugar sex magic me either. Don't <laughs> well, do just that. like just like every band that should have hung it up. I mean, not hung it up. They should still keep playing shows because they've created music that the world live, loves and listens to. But at a certain point, there's no need to make new new songs or new albums there's so many you know like like your beloved rolling stones or or bob dylan or who any of these people who are still alive still playing still producing and creating new music nobody needs to hear it and the stones new song it's just it's just going to be boring it's not going to be offensive <sighs> that's but the, that's the, the chili peppers as they get older their music becomes it just angers you how, how how horrible it is i was actually i was actually having a discussion with alex's dad about this yesterday about how the rolling stones the songs aren't 
good. The new songs aren't good, but they're they at least just sound like the Rolling Stones, right? Like there's no, it's a, like you said, it's just it's not offensive at all. It's great, but I feel like the Peppers. No, the Peppers songs sound like a Peppers song, but just so bad. Yeah, you're right. I guess I, I guess there's no innovation going on. Thank God. All they got to do is just not make new music anymore. And like you were saying before, all these great people, like all these musicians. You know, Frashante, he's a, a literal a, a musical god to me. He's so innovative, so talented. He, you know, Flea is an amazing bass player. They're all, mm-hmm. you know, Chad, amazing drummer. No, Will Ferrell is sick on the skins. He's a phenom behind the kit. But, you know, it's it's like Travis Barker is too. But at, at a certain point, it's like, okay, yeah. we know the thing that you do. And we're, we're, we were kind of all done with it in 2007. It's, cra- it's crazy. It's like, they've, it's like they've lived in a K-Rock weenie roast 2001 forever. And we can't escape it. And they're just he- they're just keep headlining. They're they're a Benjamin Button band where you know most people. It's the true. longer you do something, the better you get at it. Malcolm Gladwell, Ten Thousand Hours, Chili Peppers, Negative mm-hmm. Ten Thousand Hours. When they first started, mm-hmm. and they were just like mm-hmm. these rambunctious, like heroin addict punk people mm-hmm. playing like speed metal versions of Parliament funkadelic songs. Mm-hmm. It was interesting. It was different. It was new. It was exciting. It was you know it kicked you in the dick. Mm-hmm. And now. Like I said, you know, it's like a Nebraska school board PTA karaoke <laughs> machine in a fucking dive bar. I mean, in an IKEA restaurant in a dive bar for eighty thousand people in a stadium in Norway. But yes, but they get they get worse as time progresses. They do get and, worse. You know, I, Metallica has this problem. So many, you know, every rapper has this problem. Ever alive? Are we getting Are we getting worse as we? Is that happening to us? It must be. I mean, worse at what? What are we really good at? But I mean, good point. We're we're in we're in the peak right now. We're in the sweet spot. This is good. It's going to get for us. I'll I'll see a guy I know from back in the day on Instagram or Twitter, and I'll be like, "You're a guy that is the same age as me, give or take one or two years." And I know that like maybe ten years ago, you stopped caring Mm -hmm. just about how you looked, Mm -hmm. what you knew, where you go, Mm -hmm. who you talk to, Mm -hmm. and and it shows. And they Mm -hmm. and those people look older physically. It's true. Feel older being around. It's 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 scary that when the guy goes to Bevmo and wears <laughs> wears you know kind of whatever stuff from Old Navy that his wife puts on the bed. Yeah, but they look so happy. It's an ignorance is bliss thing. But I'm, I'm but then you have to see the other people who are you know seventy years old and they're still with it. They still know about mm-hmm. stuff. They're still reading mm-hmm. and learning, and they're a part of of the current culture and. I think when you're in a band or a millionaire musician, famous person, you're in like a weird purgatory between two of those worlds, and you feel like if you don't stop creating, you're gonna die. If I, Jason, if I stopped creating, I would die. We do have a guest today. <laughs> uh, we, I know you had other stuff you wanted to talk about. There's another restaurant called Dimes or something you want to talk about. We'll wait till the guest comes and we'll kind of chat about that. Yeah, well, she knows about acai, I think. Uh, Jess Demook, uh, her new book, Salad Freak, which I love the title of, uh, and we love salads on the show, uh, <laughs> is in stores everywhere. She looked like she had a beautiful uh, dinner to celebrate the release at Benny Blanco's house. I don't know, Jason. We weren't invited to that, Jason. I don't know if you... If you were, I did not get invited. I love to, I love to eat um sitting on mm-hmm. the uh, sitting on the floor Indian style. But I do too. I do too. Even though it's not comfortable, it feels like I'm. It's like you're a Doctor Clark in WeHo, you know. But it didn't. Happen. Yeah, yeah, I did. We didn't get the invite to that, but that doesn't mean we can't 
talk to her about uh, her journey and her salads and um, maybe what she would do if Sweet Green humbly asked her to collaborate. Uh, I have a lot of, obviously, I have a lot of salad questions. <laughs> I've been I've been uh, I've been accumulating salad questions for literally years and finally someone is here to answer them. No, no, no. We talk to salad people all the time, but that's how many questions of, about salad I have. It's a never-ending well. That's that's right. Thank God. All right, let's uh let's give Jess a jingle. Okay. Jess, how the hell are you? I have a cold. I also <laughs> I also have a cold. Really? It's cold terrible. 19. Benny Blanco gave me a terrible cold that he got at the Grammys. <laughs> Got Grammy cough? Something. It's not COVID, but it feels awful. <laughs> and it was like a liability to take cold medicine today because I feel like cold medicine makes me feel like even crazier and more unpredictable than like being on LSD. Okay. So I was like, you're either going to get a nasally voice this morning or like a, a person who is like wildly unpredictable. That's something. Well, look, we can send your file to Benny. He can fix the nasally stuff kind of in post. He has a plug-in for that. Yeah. Well, are you are you talking about the cold medicine uh, daytime or nighttime? They both they mess me up in different ways. They man. both fuck you. Okay. Yeah, they're like uppers and downers. Mess me up uppers in different yeah, ways, NyQuil man. Because puts you to sleep. You wake up and you're kind of like, where am I? Like you're a little out of it. And then Dayquil, you take it and you're like. I shouldn't be on the freeway right now. Absolutely not. I've been on a on a roller coaster ride these past past couple of days, but it's been it's been interesting. You know, cookbook tours, it'll do that mm-hmm. for you. Yeah, not boring. Unfortunately, doing all this press, the body doesn't have time to rest. We got books to sell. It's true. You know, it's funny. I feel like Benny Blanco is not only like my best friend, but he's becomes it's become kind of like a Yoda situation. He is he is the same same size, so that kind of yeah, makes sense. Similar similar vibe. Yeah. And he's like training me to like get to the next level, which I'm like, what is that? And it's like a person who only requires three hours of sleep. Mm, yeah, and sure. Can like push through everything. Like he's sicker than I am, and he's like, I'm working out. I'm walking five miles a day. I've got a hundred meetings, and I'm like, mm. is that good? Like you're mm-hmm. giving this cold to everybody. Is that what I want? Like, <laughs> well, look, if these if these uh, betas can't handle a little cold, then they deserve to catch it. That's I'm I'm with Blanco on this. I kind of um. I, I kind of think that it's time I'll steamroll the public if it's if I've got stuff to do. You can't <laughs> you can't take it like Jason's taking a break. He's going to the sauna. He's more responsive on email. He's getting things done for a change. So so for him, I feel like this cold is beneficial to my business. So I'm going to allow it. But, um, okay. you know, you're in a different position with something to promote. You know, it's a little bit of a different. It's true. Hopefully when Benny is out giving everybody the Grammy cough, he has his mask on. Mm hmm. That guy's not wearing a mask. He hasn't worn a mask. For listeners at home, Jess gave us a little come see, come saw handshake, a little 50-50. No, he's Mm. he's free now, you know? We're all free, goddammit. Benny is, he did this podcast uh, like a a couple months ago. You listened to it, maybe? I did, yeah. How much do you think, on a scale of 1 to 100, Rotten Tomato style, how much do you think he hates us? Oh, he doesn't hate you guys. At all. You guys have to come over for a dinner one night. Well, I was mentioning to Jason, I was mentioning to Jason that there was, seemed like there was a big dinner for this book. There was a, I was actually just a dinner at his house recently. I saw it on everyone's Instagram. Lost in the mail. Lily, Lily must have just forgotten us, I guess. I don't know what happened. You know, I, I saw some very nice floral displays. <laughs> there were some crazy florals and it's true. You guys, it was, it, it was, it's been sheer chaos. And uh, invites have got have fallen. Oh yeah, no, I understand. I don't. I also, you know, I don't check my email 150 times a day or anything. So it could have easily, 
So it could have gone to spam. Wanted, so I, like a, lo- a lot of people listening are like, okay, so she just described this as sheer chaos. But just to remind, we are talking about a, a backyard <laughs> salad eating party. Was That was sheer chaos? <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Where people uh, sit in a backyard and eat some salad? I like to call my um, entertaining style organized chaos. Chaos with a K, hopefully. If I don't feel like an, a little underlying anxiety, like I don't know that I'm alive. So, like, I need mm. to feel that in order to... Are you Jewish? I, I you know, it's an interesting question. <laughs> Great question. Great question. I'm, I'm really glad you went there. I, I feel Jewish. I've always wanted to be Jewish, mm-hmm. but I'm technically not Jewish. I'm sort of in, I'm in a similar boat where most people assume that I am Jewish because of my nasally draw. Uh-huh, exactly. And, uh, and large schnoz. Yes. But then when I tell them I'm not Jewish, and then not only, they, they don't just be like, they don't just say like, huh. They're like, they refuse that answer. I'm like, I'm not Jewish. And like, you are. I've, I've stopped denying it. I, I just kind of like skirt over Smart. it. I like that. You're just like, who's yeah. to say? Who's to say? That's yeah. crazy. That's crazy. And you know, the That's truth crazy. is, if you could like go back in my life and find like the one moment where like things could have truly gone differently. When I was in like, uh, like seventh grade, I got cast in a minor, um, East End of Long Island production of Anne Frank as Anne Frank. And my parents were like, you can't spit an image. My, my parents were like, you can't take the role. Like we've already planned a vacation that's non-refundable. <laughs> so I had to turn down that role. And I think that if I had taken it, my life would have taken a really different direction. You would not be talking to us. You would be on the ABC <laughs> lot right now on season, you know, 15 of Grey's Anatomy. You'd be young Sheldon's mom or some shit. <laughs> yeah, I like that your parents were like, something. you can't do that role. And I thought it was because like you're not Jewish, so you can't do that. But no, we just we already have a, a lovely vacation planned. We we are going to an all inclusive <laughs> in Eleuthera, and we cannot cancel this, sweetheart. That's just not what we're doing this time. Yeah. Uh, how was the vacation? Do you remember it or no? <sighs> yeah, I I we went to Tortola in the British Virgin Islands. Ooh. You know, I can't mm. complain. I think I had like several rum cocktails, even though I was like 14 and went surfing. That's nice. Did you? Did you meet a guy? Was it that kind of no, vacation? Not that kind of. My I, my mom is a helicopter mom, so it wasn't that crazy. But. So so how does she feel? Well, what what's her participation in this book release then? Or is she backed off? Well, you know, another funny question. She came to a Q and A talk that I did in New York with Carla Lolly Music, mm. and. There was there was wine being uh, provided at the event. Mm-hmm. I'm like watching her out of the corner of my eye, and you know I see this like nice chilled red going down really easily. <laughs> you sound like you sound like me at looking at Jason at any anywhere we go. Cold and red. That's all I need. Chuggable. <laughs> and I start. You know, Carla and I are doing our talk. There's like a room of 75 people who have bought tickets to hear us have a conversation, <laughs> and all I hear is my mother's voice. Is she like whispering? She was like heckling me. She was like, <laughs> I heard her at one point. I, um, Carla like made a comment about how all of my food is like really crunchy and has a lot of texture. And I was like, oh, I guess that's why like my TMJ is so bad. And my mom leans over to the person next to her and goes, here we go with the hypochondria. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Damn, your mom is a hater, and I like it. I think that's a nice. I think that adds some nice texture to the event, not just so the your salad. mom. I also think that TMJ is a construct, and it's all in your head. It's possible, man. But I clench like nobody's business. Do you have? A, do you get a custom mouth guard? My chick has one. No, uh, the the den- the person I went to was like, it's beyond that. She's like, the only thing you can do is get Botox injected into your mm-hmm. muscles. Yeah, and I. Yeah, I did. And it was like a crate so much Botox. I really worried like this, something really bad could happen here. Yeah. You said you said this is too many CCs, Doc. I'm, I'm it feeling- was like 85 units or something. It was like <laughs> I, lo- I love how they measure. Much. I love how Botox is measured. No, 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 not how many books you sold. How much Botox <laughs> did you get? And uh, yeah, my my muscles just withered away and died. And now I have a different face. <laughs> did, it, did it change your face considerably? Yeah. Totally. Do you like it better? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> every every Botox uh, administrator is always like, "Let me guess, TMJ," and they're like, "Yeah, I have TMJ right above my left, right above my eyes here, yeah. and I have a little TMJ here." I've considered doing it as well. You know, because I'm a little bit of a midnight grinder. They get like a really <laughs> wild look in their eye, and they're like, <laughs> "It's cra- It's it's a." pretty crazy situation like she also like put a little in my temple and i'm like oh my god like are you like how do i even know that i like the armpit for sweating oh yeah that's one of my that seems Mm. deeply unhealthy like to to not Mm. allow those toxins to expel Mm -hmm. but any i mean i'm a vain bitch too but but so is degree body heat activated that's a good that's a good point i i I just want I, i think that it's it's cool that they measure botox by quote unquote unit yeah. and none of us no one knows what that nobody means i don't knows. even think the doctor that's not a nobody t- wants to know exactly that's not a technical term because i've been watching that's why houston's we don't want to know how many units of fat and calories are in the, that <laughs> exactly. spinach and artichoke exactly either. exactly because i've been watching ultimatum on netflix i don't know if you've seen the best show ever created I was wondering how you're going to weave that into the no. solid podcast one of the chicks one of the chicks has so much botox that it's like i, I haven't it's like hard to look at her kind of. Her face looks like a dinner plate. Okay. Like it's so shiny. Yeah. I don't like a Simi Hayes kind of vibe. Crazier than Simeon Hayes because she's yatted. No shit. She's yatted up too. Her arms oh. are all ta- are all tatted. So it's like a wild combo of like a. It's like a girl. It's like a. She has a very like hairdresser from Atlanta look that unfortunately hits me right in the heart. <laughs> don't you guys feel like you guys are both in L.A. Right? Yeah, we mm-hmm. are. Okay, I feel like every. Not every, but a lot of women and people in general in, in LA, their skin is like always brand new. Thank you. It's not even just Botox. Yeah. It's yeah, like yeah. their skin is like, it's glowing in a way that you're like, it's too new. Like they're peeling and exfoliating and lasering. Oh, like it's too new. Yeah, exactly. Like a snake. So it looks so good in a bad way, kind of. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Like you, you want something with a little more patina to it a little more mm. character and personality perhaps. like give it a chance to like regenerate sure, sure. it's always the like, body does this too- itself guys we don't have to rush the yeah, process. i don't exactly. i don't need to see be able to see your teeth and tendons because <laughs> yeah. you're, you have just one thin layer of yeah. skin left like we know you're doing something to improve your collagen mm-hmm. production but mm-hmm. like you don't have to show it off but whereas you much. new yorkers you guys have you know rat feces that's right and dumpling sauce we're and- tough we're tough i'm an la person 
person now. Oh, are are you and Ben over in LA now? We are. We live here. Okay. Did you have to escape Long Island or escape from Long Island? I have to say, having the distance of the whole country in between uh, my parents and I has been. <laughs> it's been. I've been able to do a lot of work on my boundaries. Do they still live in Long Island? Or do they live in the city. They live on Shelter Island, which is where I grew up. Oh, you grew up on Shelter Island, only accessible by by ferry, Jason. Yeah, I don't know if you're familiar. I've seen the film. <laughs> dark, dark little film. That's a nice. That's a nice and very weird place to grow up. Yeah, it's true. It's probably the weirdest thing about me, honestly. If you really want to know, oh, I feel like Jess is going to be a nice and really weird type of podcast guest. It's, I'm it's already like, feeling it. You know the the school there from kindergarten to twelfth grade was. 250 kids if that gives you any idea of how small it is at least you can make the cheerleading team the lacrosse team you know it's like a little less competitive i get but like nobody was pushing me hard enough you know i had to go to a a different high school for that i understand i understand i like to be pushed as well that's why that's kind of what jason's here for i like it too it's funny you know in therapy recently my uh, therapist was like, oh, who was your like next mother figure after your mom? Like, why do you think you have this like perfectionist drive? Mm. And I had to just really like pause and laugh for a second because my response is so ridiculous because it's it's obviously Martha Stewart. Mm. America's mother. Yeah. I think that we're we a lot of us. I mean, Jason was raised on Martin. You were raised on Martha. <laughs> you know, I don't. Well, uh, that's the problem is I was raised on Martin and Martha. Yeah, that says a lot about you. That's- and Ina, uh-huh. all my ladies. But but you actually worked with Martha for, for years, right? Yeah, I still, I would say that we still work together okay. sometimes. So you, I used to tell people that she was my aunt and I used to tell people Rod Stewart was my uncle. <laughs> Nobody believed me on either of those. <laughs> yeah, that's not believable, but I appreciate that. <laughs> I would like to confirm a Martha Stewart uh story with you if you if you don't mind okay. since we have a, a local expert all right i've always been told that jason we've talked about this i've always been told that paul newman and his salad dressing empire oh yes 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 was started because he was in her they lived in a he was like her neighbor in some regard and he was making it and giving it out to his neighbors as holiday gifts and martha was the one who encouraged him to turn it into a more serious business. Does that sound... You should bottle this and sell this, Polly. You know, I absolutely believe it because I've heard... Like, I've made salad dressing before and she said the same thing to me. (laughs) She's like, you should bottle this. Yeah, yeah. And when she says that to you, like... You do it. When she says says anything to you, you do it. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. That's right. I think all, all that story sounds very believable and plausible except for the story of Paul Newman... America's like hottest dude of all time making salad dressing in his bathtub. That doesn't. No, I believe it. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Why can't you be hot and make salad dressing? Damn. That's not. No, no, no. no. I'm saying no one has ever made salad dressing in their bathtub, let alone a stud muffin like that. Well, no, I think Paul, the thing you're forgetting, Jason, is that Paul's estate probably had a claw foot in the kitchen. Because they, you know, there, there was clawfoots everywhere, Clawfoot all over that, all over that place. So I mean, it's I'm just, picturing like a, a Hungarian grandma maybe doing no, it in the no, tub, is, but not Paul not, Newman. This is, 
as Jess knows, this isn't a stew. This is a, a light vinaigrette. Yeah. I mean, it's it's not like it requires a Think about the spoon. cleanup in the tub, that oil. I'm thinking about how sexy he probably was hand-squeezing <laughs> those lemons in there. Oh, yeah. Can't so you're, you imagine? You're saying Paul, Paul, Paul Newman shirtless. <laughs> he's sweating a little just bit. Just squeezing lemons. Just squeezing. Into yeah. a bathtub. Some of his own make ends up in the... in. In the in the sauce, perhaps. God, I, w- I want to be in the, the sauce. sauce. I w- I would want to be in that bathtub of sauce. <laughs> that could be. Maybe that's why he had to give all the profits away. It wasn't the FDA kind of wasn't on board. <laughs> yeah. You know, some of his yeah. his practices. <laughs> Uncle Sam says legally, I can't sell this stuff. Yeah, so. yeah, I gotta get. I gotta give the profits away. I mean, what what is the estate? Because it, is it in Connecticut? Uh, it's in Bedford, New York. Oh, of course, beautiful Bedford. I've- I recently, I recently saw her estate and her groundskeepers as she, uh, she gifted her entire dozens of of groundskeepers with a, a Skechers shoes. Oh, that's Have you right. seen this? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> How do you feel about her recent collab with Skechers? I, everything she does is great. It's so great. <laughs> 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 you can laugh, but you like slip your foot into those like easy to like put on plot gardening clogs and you'll be like, yeah, I get it. You know, I was expecting a nice diplomatic answer, but I, I wasn't expecting everything she does is great. best possible answer. No, good. I mean, we all have some good media training. We, we all have people like that in our lives. I have people that I would follow into the fucking ocean too. Yeah. I'm like, nope, everything they do is good. I don't know. No, no, no. I mean, I love Martha Stewart. Don't get me wrong. And I have no problem with the sketchers, but to me, I'm looking at it like, first of all, it's a, it's a little bit of a humble brag showing how, that you employ dozens of groundskeepers on your estate alone. So that's like, okay, that negates the fact that you're, doing a TikTok Skechers ad <laughs> as a multi, multi, multi-millionaire, you know, dignified woman in her 60s or whatever. Uh, 80s. 80s. 80s? She's staying modern. Jason, what 80-year-old do you know that could TikTok? Exactly. I'm, well, I'm wondering if I'm Martha Stewart, I'm a, I'm a multi-millionaire, dignified woman in her 80s. My investments are probably sound. My real estate properties are making lots of money all over the world. Why am I doing a Skechers slip-ons ad? You know why? Because she's she's like Benny Blanco. She just can't stop. Exactly. She needs to sleep three hours a day, and she just keeps going. She's more productive than we need to get to the bottom of why yeah, okay. why these people like you so much. It's true. Uh, or why you gravitate? Yeah. Or why you gravitate them. towards them? Which one or. is it, Jess? I don't. I really don't know. All I know is I'm a, you the chicken. You the egg. I'm a person who requires sleep. Like I get cranky if I don't get enough sleep. It's like same, same. So I'm working on that. No, Jess, I think you and I have a lot more in common than we realize. Yeah, we we both require some sleep. We surround ourselves with absolute hustlers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Are you a Virgo? No, I'm a Leo. Interesting. We both love salads. Yeah, you guys are salad freaks, right? We both know our way around an endive. Yeah. Jason said. Jason actually said before we started in our intro that he had. He has a list of salad questions so long that, that <laughs> this isn't even going to satiate him. This isn't enough. Excellent. I'm down. In the intro, Chris and I were talking. He, uh, Chris recently, as a, as a new L.A. homeowner, mm-hmm. he's, he's been falling yeah. in love with the kind of fruit stand that you see all over town. You know that where you get a mm-hmm. little cup or a little bag full of fruit with some spicy salt on there. You know, you know what that is? And it reminded me in your book, in, in the section of summer... There was there was a bunch of fruit salads that you kind of plate over ice. Uh, oh, baby! And I, there something about that just made it. It just looked so cool and so well done. And so you know, 
it just makes me think I'm. It's a hot day. I'm at the beach and just there's, fruit and ice. Mama mia. So you're there's treating, truly you're treating nothing better. Fruit like oysters. Fruit yeah, it looks kind of like an oyster. Yeah. Like on a hot day, especially a bald melon. Don't fucking like, call uh, me names on my podcast. <laughs> Fuck you, Jess. There's, okay, so you get a cold honeydew. You scoop out with the melon baller and put it over some ice. Put it on ice and like. It doesn't matter if you're near a pool or if you're in your backyard and it's like 120 degrees. Pop one of those in your mouth and you're like, Ugh. okay. So those are slippery little suckers. Do you uh, do you use a fork, a toothpick, or do you just grab them with your hands? I'm like a I'm a hands per. I gotta get my hands. See, crazy. this is this is not this That's is crazy. next time I go to Jason's house for a backyard BBQ. I'm gonna reach in the Yeti expecting to find a Miller Light. I'm gonna get a <laughs> and you're gonna find a bag of melon. I'm, balls. Gonna, I'm gonna get melon balls. I don't think that that. I mean. We need to make sure there's a label, clear labels on the Yetis, Jason. Just FYI, yeah, yeah. the fruit, the fruit Yeti is white, and maybe the beer Yeti is black or something. We'll work that. Out. Is the is the melon baller a unitasker, Jess, or is there something else you can use it for? That's one utensil I don't have in my arsenal? kitchen arsenal. You know, the truth is, I just use a tablespoon measure. It's basically the same thing. I'm glad I'm sitting down. That's a little yeah. hack. Oh, you're right. That's you're a little right. hack for all our listeners out there. They're looking to save at Sir La Tabla. As a melon ball enthusiast, you'd think I'd have a vast, uh, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, collection, but I don't. I just I would. I would expect your wall to look like Julia Child's frying pan wall. Just dozens of ballers. I'm like not a crazy gadget person because I've like, you know, lived in New York for so many years where I had one drawer to put mm. everything. Mm. Ben Ben is a gadget guy. So we have some gadgets here. Really? Does he have any oh, useless yeah. shit that you're trying to slowly throw away when he goes on his one of his work trips? <laughs> the avocado tool that like um, the fuck is that? Scoops <laughs> it, it scoops it and slices it at the same time. Oh hell no! What? I'm a hate. I'm a little bit of a hater on that one, but he really likes it. Yeah, it's called a knife. Yeah, and also when you when you slice the knife, slice it in half with the it's it's fun. It's a fun thing to do. It's not a nuisance. Also, it doesn't remove the pit. What? Which is like That's the, the hard one part. part that like most people need help with. Look, so. Ben likes the pit. I don't know. He's weird like that. As a guy who's never cut an avocado myself. um, it sounds not that difficult. It's, it's not that difficult. You would definitely fuck it up. Um, I would like to see that happen. And speaking of Ben and fruit and ice, I also read in your book that you affectionately call him Smoothie. Could you explain that, please? <laughs> yeah, sure. One time we were on a trip in Portugal. Smoothie capital of the world. All, he woke up in the morning and just really wanted some eggs. We had had like, you know, it had been like the same, like really heavy stuff. For like days. I can't and days. have another tortilla. Yeah, we had gone. We had there was some like special Portuguese cheese he really loved, and we like went to this place and bought all this. Cheese. We were traveling around with pounds and pounds of cheese. It was it was all too much. Oh Ben, not in Cheese Free April. Not the Toomey full of cheese. Did you have to pay extra on Ryan Air to check that, or was this your just- your suite at the Hoxton must have smelled crazy? Our car smelled so bad. <laughs> i'll i'll save the story for what he did with the rest of the cheese for him if he ever uh, comes on and talks to you guys but the smoothie story is he wanted eggs in the morning there may or may not have been some light psychedelic use um early that morning Mm -hmm. and we went out uh into the city of and uh tried to find some eggs and it turns out it's not so easy. Really? Uh, we stopped in a little cafe and got our coffee and uh, they didn't have eggs. 
but they had like a bunch of pastries. So we bought a couple pastries and then uh, we walked past like another pastry shop and Ben was like, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to grab some of these. And he ate like a couple save weird savory pastries. My man's really putting them down so far. Then we like stopped at a, at a brunch place somebody had recommended, but there was like a huge line <laughs> and he was really starting to sort of spin out. <laughs> Baby need his bottle. If I don't get my protein in the morning, I'm kind of the same way, but I, there, I, I understand. Yeah, there was like a, like a lot of calories taken in really quickly and it was getting really manic. Okay. He like went up to this like smoothie stand and got this like huge like peanut butter smoothie and like sucked the whole thing down. My man. And my then man. was like, we got to get some eggs. And I said, I don't know, smoothie. <laughs> Someone needed to slap him. He was piss mad. I like it though. I love it when it gets like that. It makes me laugh so much. Like it really, really does. You encourage this overeating? Interesting, Jess. Not the overeating, but this, this, the spot, the certain sort of spiraling. Yeah, I know what you mean. It, it can be cute. It can be. Yeah, cute. and when I said that out loud, we like we're like, oh my god, that's like the most obnoxious thing you could ever like call somebody <laughs> like we don't call each other like hun or like baby or like anything and i'm like but smoothie yeah so he, he so like when you go home and you're you're you have a cold and he'll be like hey can i can i get you some more water smoothie yeah it'll be kind of like that <laughs> yeah i that's great that's i great. i see you sipping a smoothie actually oh on my God. this po- on this podcast and and i know that jason likes to create his own i'm more of a purchaser of that kind of beverage? Is that a house-made offering, Jess? Is that a house-made offering? This is something that I bought. When I came down with my cold or whatever this terrible mm. thing is. Air quotes? I, Go I went on Erewhon and I'm like, let's just do this right. Like, I'm going to get every... You brought the black card. Yes. I'm like, let's get this... Throw some money at the problem. Yeah. Everyone does it. And this smoothie is like... Some of their smoothies, they're so expensive. You're like, I know that this must be doing something really good for me because why <laughs> else would it be so expensive? If you add the deer antler, it can You're push sweet you over for thinking that over 20. But some of the ingredients and combinations are really questionable. But do they end up working? Because usually in those situations, I'm like, how the fuck is that going to mix with that and, and work? And some when it does, it, you're like, fuck, I guess it does. Sometimes I found that they add mesquite to quite a few of their smoothies which is very strange to me mesquite like like the wood they must have <laughs> like a like a liquid smoke sort of situation damn liquid smoke this sounds like a bartender with a mustache are you yeah. sure are you sure yeah you sure? if you look in the ingredient list there's mesquite what the fuck that's a lays that's the, i've only seen that on a lays bag i don't understand yeah, that's casey masterpiece so that's like pretty weird that is weird and then i got one that like i don't remember ordering which is like celery uh, parsley and like Ugh. banana or something. No, so sir. No, sir. That does not sound good. I go to, you know, I go to Whole Foods for smoothies sometimes. And, you know, there's people are just really like really still ordering a 32 ounce celery juice. Yeah. And I'm trying to understand what is the what is the what is celery supposed to do for us? I, well, you know, my my best <laughs> friend Hugh told me that the whole celery thing, like the celery diet and all the health claims came to the somebody in a dream. <laughs> <laughs> 
that doesn't makes, that make so much sense? That that makes more sense than it should. Yeah. And it's depressed. It's depressing because I assumed it was like a kale situation where like an ad agency was hired to like make celery work again, you know? But you're saying to me that a a chef or like a or, or not even some guy who wrote <laughs> the celery book man. celery, the celery diet. Some guy. Some it some came guy to him in a dream. Kinda... Uh, so that's I mean speaking of ad agency, that's just another rebranding of I made it up. Yeah. I didn't make it up. My brain made it up while I was having a dream. I think if you said to anyone in LA it came to me in a dream, they would <laughs> listen to whatever you were about to say. You have their attention. I just Googled the mesquite powder, and it's a thing that people add yeah. to smoothies a lot. It, yeah, why? Okay, mesquite is a high-protein, highly nutritious food rich in iron, lysine, magnesium, potassium, and zinc. Is it wood, though? <laughs> I, I guess. I mean, what else could it be? I don't know. They eat wood on a loan, and then they, they end up having to tap out. So that's all I'm saying. Because <laughs> Jason does – he does keep a nice – Palo Santo powder in his kitchen to kind of add oh. to his smoothies, which is wo- technically wood. You know what I mean? Technic- but he's yeah. doing it more for. Oh, that's my sex powder. He's doing it more for flavor. Yeah. Did you take? Did you ever get into the sex powder, Jason? I got sex dusk. It's a pantry staple. Um, <laughs> Your lar- home. It's a larder essential for you. <laughs> Jess knows what the. Yeah, I like that. By the way, in your in your book, you separate the ingredients list of here's the fresh produce that you'll need to go to the store and buy or procure from Benny Blanco's backyard, and here's the stuff that you should already have in your in your pantry. Yeah, I think it makes That's it a good. little easier for shopping. That's good note. Mm-hmm. And a little less intimidating. No, I make two separate lists when I whenever yeah. I'm writing out if I'm going to cook for that day. Like, here's the stuff I already have. Here's the stuff I need to buy. Yeah, it's it's smart. I like that. Thanks. What do you think your obsession with the crunch is? Did, did you realize you were a crunchy chick, or did, did somebody have to tell you? I've always known. <laughs> I've always known. Yeah, <laughs> I don't like like. Uh, custards and like smooth foods aren't i mean i'm drinking a smoothie telling you i don't <laughs> like smooth foods are you a crunchy or a smooth peanut butter chick though crunchy hell yeah yeah that's crazy bro that's guy. you guys are crazy i mean i like You're a smooth guy i'm not i'm not really a food guy if i could <laughs> if i could avoid it i would um but uh i like a crunch i just find sometimes and and i'm sure you can help me with this the crunch comes with a caloric price that I'm not willing to pay. Is, it, is there any difference? It's all made out of nuts. Maybe I'm looking at some seeds, and those are tricky. Well, like in her book, she has um she has a broccoli salad that has a quinoa crunch. So that's a good oh, way to add yeah. crunch without adding the calories, right, Jess? Yeah, that's that sounds good. You can get a zatar breadcrumb crunch, and that's going to be more calories than something you know. The zatar breadcrumbs we're looking at four hundred on the dash. I can't afford that. Slow down, slow down. And they taste so good, but they taste so good. They do taste so good. Yeah, I mean, I think people have always... Treat yourself. Yeah, treat yourself. People have always been trying to figure out how to make healthy things crunchy when no one's ever able to you know, make that chip that tastes as good as a tortilla chip or a potato chip, but it's made out of like yuba skin or don't you like burn <laughs> some calories chewing well we're getting into the I, a friend of it's ours a good nathan, TMJ argument yeah. our friend nathan put us on to the incel gum are you familiar with this no i want to hear about it chad though. chew chad chew it's a gum that has i believe zero flavor and no sugar and you chew it to get a more defined jawline I, uh, he gave me a, a slice. I tried it. It's the exact opposite of what I'm trying to do. Exactly. So what, Jason, did it ta- does it taste like nothing? 
or pretty like much, pretty much, i mean i think it's a turkish gum and i think i think it's like one of those things that's just been around for centuries and people just kind of chew it to chew it mm-hmm. and the whole selling point of it is it it, it it never goes you just chew it forever and it always maintains its chewiness you know, I got sick of it and spit it out after a while because it's it really is a full workout. We can tell. We see those jowls. We can tell you it didn't take for you. You know what I mean? But isn't that something Willy Wonka invented? Everlasting gum. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. But I, I mean, yeah, I highly yeah. doubt that just chewing gum will make you look like Jason Momoa. I don't really think no. that's going to happen. You know, <laughs> I, I think you just have to keep your body under under an incredible amount of stress. So you just clench your jaw mm-hmm. constantly. And then there you go. Yeah. yeah, 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 you yeah. Why does it have to be flavorless? Yeah, free. I don't understand that part. Well, I mean, I think because if you're chewing, Punishment? It for, if you're chewing it forever, I think it does initially start out with the flavor, but you know, it's, it's only a matter of minutes until yeah. you've sucked all that flavor out. I hope it tastes like, you know marlboro lights or something at least you know not dare something, to dream not something i don't want like strawberry that's gross no no i want nicotine <laughs> i've never tried nicotine gum actually nicorette neither have i would it mess me up if i just tried one what would happen with your flora and fauna it might send you on a little tailspin will i get dizzy you'll you'll I'll get dizzy. you won't get dizzy but you'll get disoriented for sure it, yeah. i don't like it myself and i'm a person who smokes and enjoys nicotine but I'll try it if I'm like indoors and I can't smoke and I'm on cocaine. Mm-hmm. It's it's good to have around, <laughs> but it has like a weird tingle to it that you either love or you hate. There's something about it, and I wasn't. Thank God I didn't like it. Maybe when I go pick up some more cold medicine, I'll pick up a pack and try it yeah, out. Let me get let me get two let me get two uh, Nyquils. Let me get a pack of let me get a pack of Nicorette. <laughs> what else you guys got back there? Just you got many- Red Bull. How many wellness formula capsules are you taking down per day? And I, there is a number that you should be having. I'm taking four per day. That's low. That's low. That's low. That's what I've heard. Benny told me to take more. Jess, this is what you do. Six in the morning, six at lunch, so six at night, pills. 18 total. Yeah, those aren't even good pills. I agree. I would also include the Aleve, the Aleve back and muscle pain. <laughs> That's kind of my go-to okay. pill these days. Um mm. Interesting. Yeah, they're the they're the most powerful. I don't know if your lower back is causing you any problems or maybe your calves are kind of seizing up. But, but just don't crush them up like Chris does. Yeah, okay. don't don't snort them. Do not try to put them in a smoothie. Take them orally like a normal person. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So do that. We're here. We're here to help. We're here to maybe help. try to hit the infrared while you're well, if you're able to. Just I don't know. Sometimes the sauna makes me dizzy too. Oh, I'm no. prone to dizziness. Oh. I'm a little worried about you, Jess. You get enough? Have you have you had your blood work done? <laughs> yeah. I'm okay. Okay. I get my I get migraines. We can like, send a doctor over and they'll do the IV. It's kind of like a Vegas thing. Ooh, but they, I've never done that. Yeah, I'd like to do that. Maybe I need some B vitamins. I heard that shit. I just heard recently that all that shit is fake. Yeah, definitely is. It doesn't do bro, jack shit. It's fucking water in a bag, bro. Of course it's fake. <laughs> I mean, I get a B12 shot at Next Health in my butt sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, and it does get me going. Uh, but that, much much like the drug cocaine that Jason mentioned, it doesn't last long enough. It's a fleeting butt shot. I'm like 
less yeah. of a cocaine gal, more of like a psychedelic sort of. Cali mm-hmm. sober chick. I've never, I've never understood that. I don't want to be. I don't want to see anything except um, <clears throat> the inside of a bar in that mm-hmm. in that instance. You know okay. what I mean? I, I'm Chris just doesn't not... want to go inward because he's afraid of what it's going to look like in there, Jess. Mm-hmm. Where, whereas you and I have done the work, haven't we? I'm doing. I'm always doing the work. I continue to do it. Mm. stizzle to you, Jessica. <laughs> Jason bowed just just for those at home. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, a lot of your book, and especially in the beginning beginning of it, it kind of shows the uh, the the philosophy that you have with cooking, and you know, there shouldn't be, you know, I, and I agree with you about there's everything about cooking now is like TikTok and hack and yeah. shortcuts and how to do this super fast and blah blah. blah. And you're kind of like cooking is a, a meditative practice should be done with intention. And I've always felt the same way. Uh, and I love cooking for that, and I use cooking for that, and I also use drugs for that, just like you, Jess. I had to take <laughs> out of the book a lot of my references about doing mushrooms and making salads. Well, that's what that's what how long gone is for, Jess. So you it's will true. you will hit the sh- you'll hit an eighth God's dose straight to the dome, and then you're like, you know what I need? Let's pull out the mandolin and start slicing some French radishes. <laughs> because <laughs> that's a that's a one-way ticket to to cedars for me i'm just saying um like i think arranging the salad like if you prepare your ingredients mm. beforehand it's really the plating that becomes like a like a real like wow oh okay i like you talking about plating a salad like a junkie talking about preparing right? his needle i really i really i really you're you lit up like a christmas tree and i think no that's that's good because i also love um i love doing tasks that have uh, a time limit that has been set by drugs that I've ingested. A lot of times I'll be like, all right, I need to do this one hour of work and I just have to finish it in one hour. No more dilly-dallying. So then I'll eat an edible and then like the clock is really ticking because in an hour I won't be able to read anymore or whatever. Yeah. And the same thing for you where you're like, I just ate an eighth and then you know the, the little timer, tick, tick, tock starts and that's when you just start slicing it all. So then when you're high as a Georgia pine, then all you have to do is start arranging those watermelon radishes and those pea tendrils. Exactly. And then you get to, and then of course the salad starts moving and talking yeah. to you. <laughs> you, yeah. rub the salad, the salad. you rub the salad. You, you rub your body and genitals on the salad. It becomes one with you. <laughs> it It's funny. The very first recipe in the book is this salad called the New Year's salad, which is uh, I made one New Year's while on a bit of mushrooms and the whole head note was about how like I had taken the mushrooms and they were kicking in and my friend's mom started talking to me while I was like, they were really, I just couldn't stop laughing. Like I, I just was like laughing for like an, what felt like hours straight. Damn, you did mushrooms and hung out with the mom. Yeah. That's and crazy. she gave me this platter that was like comically large. Like you had to like hold it out, like with my <laughs> arm all the way outstretched. And it was so heavy, like a piece of like a sheet of drywall. Yeah. And I, I set it down Don't know how to get it through the door. And I made this like citrus and avocado salad with these radishes that were like, so they were like a centimeter they were like size of an oxycontin i saw it in the book yeah whispers of radishes don't even need to chew them and it was so it was all whispers. so beautiful like everything made sense truly like the whole universe came back together and i was like oh every it's all good so do you have an appetite 
when you're on psychedelics? Because I don't. I mean, I just have an appetite for cigs. It depends which what kind I'm I'm on. I guess menthol, menthol. <laughs> oh, sorry, you were talking. Okay, never mind. Yeah, you usually like I forget about it for food for a little bit, but I think eating a little bit of mushrooms and having a meal is uh, is a nice. Yeah, maybe thing. fruit, yeah. maybe fruits and vegetables, salads, salad. Yeah, things that are still alive. I don't want to have a beef tartare or something like that. But I, I do. You know, I'm I'm adverse to fruit in my salad. I kind of look at fruit. Fruit and 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 salad. It's it's church and state for me. Okay. Chris doesn't even like a tomato in the salad, though. You know, I don't Which love. Which is to- technically I- a fruit. You just said you don't like food. You rather not even. <laughs> you have to eat it. Well, food is merely fuel to get all my tasks done. Uh, but no, I he lives to task. I love salads. I just have never been able to get over that hump. And I, I wonder, is there something you could prescribe for me as a as a known hater? Could, what could get me over the the hump? To understand that that beautiful parrot hypnotism, yeah, I think I'm gonna change your mind. I feel confident that I can do it. I'm gonna Damn, make okay. I'm gonna make you some salads. Saturday, I watched Dave Bird, who notoriously does not eat fruits or vegetables, eat a piece of endive. His mind was blown. He loved it. That's a challenging green. I know. I was so impressed. <laughs> he dipped it in a little tonado. Which helped him get over his like texture thing with tuna. That's so interesting because the thought of Chris eating tonato, there's no instance in the world where that would ever happen. Chris, do you know what that is? Nope. It's where you just put canned tuna and mayonnaise in a blender, basically. Oh no, no, no. I <laughs> this can this Jess, this can this canned fish stick shit has to stop. It's over yeah. I'm I'm putting my foot down. I'm not eating like a sailor. Okay. I'm just I'm I do I do I work too hard. You know, there's one person that should be eating fish out of a tin can and that's those are our local feline friends and that's it no humans yeah. i don't like pets either I, I i i like i like pets less than i like fruit and salad well i'm sorry chris tin fish is here for for a while at least there's a lot of money there's a lot of money in the business i think i think there's a lot of money in tin fish and pets they both saw a huge boom during quarantine they, yeah, yeah la is totally. truly full on my run today i, I think next time i run i'm going to count the stores for dogs because I feel like they could yeah. outnumber the stores for humans. Chris, do not come for Chateau Marmont. No, Chateau Marmont gets a pass because that's, <laughs> well, that's Chris, one of the I most have, br- have brilliant a, names. I have a solution for you. Don't, this. don't tell me to kill. Don't tell me to kill myself. <laughs> no. Don't. <laughs> no, 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 not yourself. But I'm thinking we're taking the world of your hatred of pets and tin fish. Put them together, tinned pets. What do you think I'm gonna? What am I supposed to do with that? What's the business? You I put did? every cat and dog into a large tin. Oh, I see. Yeah. And you just kind of vacuum seal them, and you cook them alive oh, in there. Oh, and I then see. afterwards, smear it on some sourdough or something like that. A nice tartine loaf. I, I, that does sound. That does sound delicious. I don't. I think there's some legal ramifications for that. People would would not be happy about that. Yeah, you're right. Do you have a dog, Jess? I do. Yeah. Do you love the dog? Yeah, I, I love him a lot. Do you love the dog? <laughs> would you say would you say it's you love him too much or do you feel like it's a healthy amount? I love him just the right amount. Ben loves him too much. See, there's there everyone can cross that line. That's what I mean. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess it's it's for me, I've just never had one, so I don't understand that love that they give you. Yeah. Because my mom, much like myself, put cleanliness above okay. love. Yeah. Um, which explains <laughs> a lot about me, really. But 
Do you do you like the walking portion? Do you feel like that is like the bonding time, or do you pay someone to do that? No, that's not my favorite part. <laughs> no, not no. I love walking. It's actually healthy for you guys. Yeah, I like walking too. Um, but like, I guess once I get into a routine, I'm good with it. But like. Sometimes in the morning, I'm I'm lazy. Just needs her putter time. I'm on this like Benny Blanco track to becoming a different person, mm-hmm. and um, part of that I think is like waking up early, being productive right away, instead of making like uh, an espresso with like my machine that takes like my hand pressed espresso machine with pistachio milk that takes. 45 minutes to heat up pistachio like, milk pistachio <laughs> milk my god you oh, must yeah. have sold a lot of books so so normally you're like doing hand-pulled pistachio flat whites <laughs> yeah you're reading the new yorker on your ipad pro you're just kind of <laughs> dicking around for an hour and then benny's like i've already written three justin bieber <laughs> songs before you even made one single hard-boiled egg he calls me on that morning walk that i feel like you he you guys caught him on his walk. Yes, he talked to us about and it. And he's yeah, like, this yeah, is yeah. the only time I have to talk to you today. <laughs> and he'll like run through the whole thing. He's like, I got Adam Levine booked out for all day. I don't have time for this shit. So when you, when you say he runs you through that whole thing, is that like the instructions of his cult that you seem to have joined? Or is it, <laughs> what do you mean by that exactly? I, no, we're just, we're just friends, you know, best friends. We talk all the time. Oh, yeah, we have I to know. plan menus. He's like, he and uh, Maddie Matheson have really like become. They're like hype men. They're mm-hmm. like, can you think of like two better hype men to have? No, it's true. It's true. Yeah. No, I mean it, it's important to have hype men pushing you or hype people. Yeah. Pushing you in your corner. <laughs> it's true. It's especially us lazy Leos, Jess. You know, if it was up to us, we'd just be doing psychedelics all day. I'm Jason's Maddie Matheson. If I had to, I don't. Um, mm-hmm. I don't own a pizza restaurant or a farm, um, but I'm I'm still pushing him in in a lot of ways. Most of those are not culinary, though, unfortunately. I really love that man. He's a really wonderful man. He is. We'll be doing a live show with him in Toronto in a in a few weeks. Actually, if you're going to be in town. Oh, that's awesome! I actually may have to go to Toronto. So let's build. If you want to we'll come, if, yeah. If you want to, if you want to make some salads, you just let us know. We have a platform for you. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> We want to do a burger with him too. Yeah, um, you should at, at at the burger place. But now that I'm thinking about it, I would rather do a pizza. Jason, how do you? What do you think about that? I'm fine with that. I mean, by the time that show happens, I'll be out of uh, Cheese Free April, so we can start incorporating some pecorinos into the mix or something. What kind of pizza are you making over there, Jess? I'm making salad pizza. She's making the Caesar salad pizza, which yeah. I also love a salad pizza. It's it's is a salad every is time it- I see it on the menu. It's it's rare, but I always gravitate towards it. Is a salad pizza where I go to Prime and get a cheese pie and then put a box of arugula on top of it, or is there more to this? It definitely could be. Yeah, it can be that. We love Prime pizza. I love arugula on a pie i really love the spiciness Ooh, yeah just has one in, it's a it's a caesar salad pizza where instead of instead of putting marinara on and then putting it into the the wood-fired oven a little smear of of mustard of dijon and some olive whoa, oil goes on whoa. and then when it comes out of the oven then you dress it with the with the caesar that's right yeah the salad goes on top it's escarole that gets charred and then like tons of Parmesan and Boccaronis, even though we're not supposed to talk about tin fish anymore. Well, it sounds Sorry. like you, it sounds like you're in the pockets of big tin. You know, I'm actually like, I'm not a crazy, I like, I like jarred tuna. Mm-hmm. 
I like for a good niçoise or like I love a good $28 jarred tuna as well, Jess. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> What's not to love? Sardines? I I do I can't fully I'm with like, you exactly. I really Jess. wanted to because I feel like if you're a foodie or like a food person, you're supposed to eat like bread and mustard and sardines every day for lunch. Or a Russian model. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of what it is. You're like, yeah, every you hear all these food stories of like, I was living, you know, check to check. I had no money. I just ate sardines every day. And I'm like, that's disgusting, bro. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't seem good. It doesn't seem good for the bod. It just doesn't no, seem... No, it's actually very good for it you. It's, like one, the, like it's one of the best things and... you could ever eat. Oh, for your body the ever. oils and shit. It yeah. just doesn't so seem much very... oil, great protein, great fats. It's, it's truly... And it's affordable. It's a perfect food, except it tastes like shit. It doesn't feel nourishing to the body. Let me put it that way. It doesn't feel like a hug. Well, neither does uh, Nashville Hot Chicken, which is a salad that you have in your book as well, Jess. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, speaking of food trends like the tin fish, etc., etc. Um, but you also mentioned you've never had Nashville Hot Chicken in Nashville. You've only been to Nashville one time, and that was to see Morrissey while you were a vegetarian. How many times have you seen? How many times have you seen Morrissey? Well, there's two. That's a two part question. How many times have I had tickets, and how many times has, has he actually performed when I bought oh. tickets? Um, mm-hmm. I've only seen him play like four or five times. Okay, I'm probably I'm around there with you. Do you have a piece of his shirt in your collection? No. Okay, I do have a piece of a Gucci shirt. Also, Chris has he Chris has a Morrissey tat as well. You do? I do have a Morrissey tat. Yeah. I want to know more about it, please. It's really melodramatic. It says "unlovable" across my heart. Uh, it was the first tattoo I ever got, actually, uh, when I was wow. eighteen. I think it was for yeah. I think and, it was. The, and those words still ring true to this day. Yeah. Ask anybody who knows me. You know, they hate me. L- I like him a lot. I love him. Lo- I mean, Chris, lo- love is a strong word. I love you guys. I love Morrissey. I've seen Morrissey. Yes. A lo- I-, I mean, I-, I would go see him right now. You know, I- me too. Like, I'll try it. Like, if it's bad, it's bad. The thing about guys like that is that he will always have hot young guys in the band that are good. <laughs> So the, it's going to sound good. He might not sound great, but the songs that you know, there's it's going to work. Mm-hmm. It's going to work on some. His political viewpoints might not be as great mm-hmm. either. Well, look, I mean, Jason, you're going to see Stained in San Diego and you don't you don't agree <laughs> with his politics either, but you know, we all I haven't been keeping up with his political views. I just love the music. You, you saw Kid Rock's tour opener in Detroit, I'm sure. So oh, come So on. I'm sure, I'm sure. Oh, come on. I didn't know where did when did you see Morrissey? Was this like in high school in Nashville or is this as an adult no it was as an adult i i discovered morrissey in college and i think that that was a good thing because if i had discovered him in high school again like if we're talking about points where our lives could have like dramatically taken a turn yeah i think i would have been a lot different what 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 would have happened if you got into morrissey at a younger age other than being a cutter or something i was like already kind of like emo goth i played in a metal band in high school excuse me yeah it's true (laughs) what instrument do you play or did you play i play bass yeah i play a little bit of synthesizer too um not well but what were some of the metal bands that inspired your band (laughs) i didn't listen to metal but like i played with these guys who were like really good like you know the drummer had like a the double kick pedal and was like Mm -hmm. insane Mm -hmm. and the guitarist was just shredding Mm -hmm. and I could just kind of like stand there, mm-hmm. you know, I could really You'd keep up. Yeah, I would keep up. I played like some triplets and like got some stuff going on, but like I wasn't good. 
but I like looked cool, which is, you know, just as important. That's half the battle. Okay. What was the name of your band? If you don't mind me asking, uh, we had two. The first one was called if winter ends. Oh yeah. Oh, I love that. Oh, I love that. That's a okay. fucking sentence. That's a whole sentence. Okay. Furnace, yeah. furnace fest stage two. Go, okay. Yeah. And then we got, we got into like some more like math rock and we called that art damage because we mm-hmm. were playing with like really messed up time signatures. So that was like battles, Mars Volta. Yeah, kind of exactly. Vibe, or what? Okay. Yeah. I really, I really love both of these things. It's very cool. This was in New York. Yeah. Where were you guys playing? East Hampton, you know, Suffolk County. <laughs> <laughs> Even talk house. Me and Lightning Bolt are doing a, a, a bunch of shows in the Hamptons. <laughs> Hello, East Hampton. We're doing- <laughs> I've always wanted to make an all-girl Morrissey cover band called Morrissey. Does that not exist? I mean, I, f- no. I feel like that has to already exist. Come on. It does. I don't think it does. What is, I mean, how's your singing voice? I feel like you might be able to hold a note, no? Maybe Benny and I can do some workshopping, but right now I do like a dead-on share impression, which isn't so, isn't so far away oh. from Morrissey. No, no, no. Morrissey's a projector, yeah. and there's a power of, there's, there's some affectation going on of course how do you say that jess you give you do give a lot of share which is oh that's i mean that's high praise that's isn't it? The, tr- the highest yeah that is great i mean share is share still have a beautiful head of hair i think so who knows what it is oh, yeah. but it's there it's on her head good point good point it looks good we don't we don't want to test it yeah. kind of see what that she is she still looks great she tweets like a fucking champion yeah now. she's a great tweeter jess your your life partner creator of high maintenance um a show that i happen to love over the years for sure my brother and i both love it you also seem to be friends with uh through martha friends with snoop doggy dog mm-hmm. so uh how often are you kind of hitting the Obama runs? How much are you hitting the, the gelato? You know, uh, Ben's actually down in Puerto Rico right now filming uh, the show called The Resort. He's been there for since January. Whoa. Is it dry down there? Can you get any flour down there? No, he's good. Okay, he's, he's good. He's, he's good. <laughs> okay, he's good. Yeah. But uh, I feel like I've really cooled off um, while he's been down there. Oh, out of solidarity or he just... He he bought it and now you don't feel like it. Oh, it was always around. It was always mm-hmm. around. We have to get, babe, I don't have any fucking cash. Yeah. Like, uh, uh. So when when Ben's in town, it's always just there and like, hey, you want to hit this? And then you're like, yeah, sure. But now that you don't want to have to like plan it and be like, I gotta. Yeah, I mean, do it. I don't. You don't also care like, that much either way. I'm not like sitting around at home alone, like smoking. But if I'm social. I, d- I took a bong hit for the first time in what seems like forever at Benny Blanco's birthday party. Was Benny hitting the bong? I didn't know that. It was a high school themed birthday party and it was the most fun I've had in. School. Did you get ripped? Not only did I get ripped, but I wore a crop. I wore a crop top, juicy velour mm. suit. Oh, and yeah. Heavy Britney Spears inspired eye makeup. Mm-hmm. And I was what I was what Benny called truly unrecognizable. Really? Which was really which was really fun. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you've been truly unrecognizable to anyone. Never. Lately, but you can just like take on a whole new. Yeah, I guess for you to be dressed vibe. as like a euphoria style, juicy couture, Britney Spears chick would seem very unlikely for you based on your your normal day-to-day aesthetic but for me i'm six I'm nine so i could be dressed up as truly anything anything or anyone and they'll be like what's up jason i don't know maybe some eye, like eyeliner 
face, you know, a different look. I like the idea of Jason. Yeah, if we if we Jason, if we shaved your face and did some contouring, I think we could really do something. Yeah, special. Not a bad, not a bad idea. Shaving your face can be a dramatic change. I know. I'm too afraid. Well, I've never seen it. I've never seen it. Has Ben done it? Ben did it on that same trip to Portugal. In fact, I believe he was beardless the day that we went on the smoothie spiral. No, no, no. It was the day after. Shaving my beard, I would spiral as well. He shaved his beard and I couldn't stop like staring at him in this like, I was just like, and he's like, can you stop look, looking at me like that? And I was like, no, I true, I can't. Well, what, what, how is it making you feel? He looked so different. And yeah. it was like a completely different like experience. I thought I thought sometimes that worked because then it felt like you were having sex with someone else. It did, but benefit. it's like also sort of shocking. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's shocking. Like I've never felt the bottom part of his face before. Like I didn't even know what was going on down the there. thing the thing for me that is that's the biggest difference is like is the mustache part of the beard yeah. like when that goes i think that changes the way a man looks so much more than than like the, the bottom part of the beard perhaps see yours is like ben's beard like envelopes his whole like mouth yeah he's got a big yeah, fat yeah, juicy yeah. one so like yeah. i didn't even know what his mouth really <laughs> looked like and so now- you said you said what that mouth Don't do Chris. and he's <laughs> I'm sorry, I had no choice, Jason. So you finally got to find out what that mouth do is what Chris is saying. Yeah, he and he has like this like little sneaky smile I, that mm. you can't. No one can see. So do do you like? Yeah, do you like? Yeah, do you like? Did it you more? like how it looked? Because I worry, like, because my my girlfriend every once in a while will be like, ask me what I would look like without it. And I worry. I think there's like ask you what ask you what you would look like without it. I mean, like like how are you saying? Like it's she was very fascinating to see because she's never seen me without a beard. So she's like, I want to see what the bottom of your chin looks like, you know, whatever. But I think that there's like a fifty fifty chance where I'll be like, you don't want to see this, and she'll be like, do it, and then I shave it, and she'll be like, you're right, I don't like it. (laughs) I did not want to see it. I really didn't. So you did you like it? Um, Well, the first thing that I never I never considered but ben um considers is that it's not exposed to sunlight mm-hmm. yeah, yeah so yeah. if he goes off in one you know swoop his face is two different colors he's got a reverse farmer's tan yeah so that's something to consider also mm-hmm. i've heard that it can be very traumatic for people i asked my dad when i was like four years old hey what would you look like without a mustache and he went in the bathroom and shaved it off and you know apparently that could have also been another point where my life. Yeah, that's wow. a big deal. That's it's like a known thing. Like, I, Daddy, where are you? Like, I don't, I yeah. don't recognize you. I've heard that that a lot. Um. So wow. what I'm saying is maybe go about it like in a gradual. Proceed with caution. Like maybe first try no beard, just the mustache. Yeah, I think that's where I'm going. Yeah, I'm vetoing that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think once I lose my beard and mustache. I will just look like a bitch is the problem. I'll I'll look like a real punchable guy and I'll lose all of my mojo. Austin Power style. It is a it's a powerful thing to be able to hide half your face. Well, mm-hmm. it's called it's a it's a, also a common thing called hat fishing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If you're if your man is always showing up with the Supreme Five panel, it doesn't even come off in the sack. Mm-hmm. It's it's probably because he's obviously his hair is either gone or he has a funny shaped head. And mm-hmm. that is a common problem that that 
women and men have to deal with. Yeah, a lot of bearded gents will hide their weak chin or their double or triple chin. Mm -hmm. We really got to the bottom of it today with you, Jess. I know. I don't want it to end. I'm having a lot of fun talking to you guys. That's sweet of you. Well, you can come on again and we can talk. You don't need to have a book to come on and chat with us, Jess. Yeah, we don't. Great. We don't. We don't even like promotion, really. I, 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 we prefer just to chat. But in this case. Because Lily was so persuasive and we love salad so much, we were like, fuck it, let's do it. You know, Great. The book is available in stores. It's called Salad Freak. There's a nice picture of burrata, mandarins, and fresh olive oil on the cover. Ooh. A foreword by Martha Stewart, my auntie. <laughs> Shout out to Martha Stewart. Use the promo code martha at <laughs> checkout for 20 percent off your next pair of sketchers that's right yeah don't don't forget to do that they make a 17 for you jason uh <laughs> jess where can people find you on the world wide web uh you can follow me on instagram at jess damick um that's d-a-m-u-c-k mm-hmm. and uh, i have a website but not nothing crazy going on there sure mm-hmm. sure Mere, yeah. merely like a portal websites. merely a portal yeah. to get to your social channels so exactly damic. Just, damic, not demuck oh i think i said demuck by accident i apologize it's okay i need a new last name that's the truth <laughs> something to work can we on we- well hopefully ben if you're listening ben <laughs> I know you're on set or whatever, but you know, if you're listening, you're going to send them into a total spiral with that one, guys. No problem. (laughs) We live there. We love you, Ben. We love you, Ben. Uh, Yeah, Jess, thank you for joining us, and uh, we'll see you soon. Have a good one. Yeah, come over soon. I'll make you salad pizza. Say less, Queen. All right. Bye, guys. Bye bye. Why do you come here?